Hi there, I'm Jenna. Welcome to Butterfly Banter. I'm so glad you're here. This is a show about my journey as a woman with Turner Syndrome and a show to share the stories of other butterflies. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram for episode discussions. And now, let the banter begin. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Butterfly Banter Podcast. I know it's been quite a while since we've had any episodes out. I'm hoping to change that. We have our first interview of 2021 in this new year with Kelsey Smith. So Kelsey, go ahead and say hello. Hi, thank you so much for having me. (laughs) We're very excited to start interviewing other butterflies, share their stories here on the Butterfly Banter Podcast. I just want to go ahead and let you talk a little bit about your journey with Turner Syndrome. I know that you have written your journey into a book called This Is Me, My Journey with Turner Syndrome. I think that that's amazing that you've been able to actually articulate and write that into a book. So tell us a little bit about your journey. and how that led into the book. Okay, I would love to. So I found out about my diagnosis of Turner syndrome when I was 16. So I have mosaic Turner syndrome. And so I was in high school at that time. When I found out about the diagnosis, if I'm being honest, I really was not open about it. It took me a while to get to that point in my life. And you know, I, I've, the more I reflect on it and try to pinpoint like reasons of why that's kind of how it played out, I, I just think that I needed some time to kind of learn about the diagnosis, diagnosis and what it meant for me and how, cause you know, with Turner syndrome, like women and girls have very, like they'll show some girls will have certain symptoms and other girls won't. So I had to like kind of take that time to learn what, how it was going to, impact me and what it all meant Mm -hmm. um and so you know through high school I maybe told a couple of friends about the diagnosis and my family some of my you know my immediate family I would talk with them a little bit about it but I really it was not something that I talked a lot about at the age of 27 so we're talking like quite the gap 16 to 27 is when I really started to experience a lot of amazing personal growth within my journey with Turner syndrome. I, and believe it or not, like the day that this growth started was actually a day that I was super emotional and like a wreck. But I looked back and I realized that that was the day that everything turned for me. I was going to a doctor's appointment and my primary care wanted me to go to this doctor's appointment because they wanted to just have me go through the specialist to ensure that the medication I was on for hormone replacement therapy was like, didn't need to be adjusted and that everything was going okay with that. What, how so, old were you when you started on the hormone replacements? Cause I know that's I a big 16. question that every, that a lot of parents ask in, in the groups that I'm a part of. A lot of the parents are asking, you know, is this too young of an age for my daughter to be on hormone replacement? Is this too old? Is it too late? What age did you start mm-hmm. that? So I started it at 16. Like right when I found out about the diagnosis is when they, they started me on it. So I think that's why I was so nervous about going to this doctor's appointment because from 16 to 27, there were no adjustments made to the medication. Like I kind of stayed on the same like routine with it. Um, but that's, a, I mean, that's a really valid point because I've been asked that as well as far as like, 
the age. And I think it does vary with each female who has Turner syndrome, what age they get started on it. So very, very valid point with that. Um, and so I was driving to this appointment like that day and like such a wreck because doctor's appointments like cause so much anxiety for me. And I was by myself, but pretty much crying the whole time. Like I got to handle my anxiety and like Aww. went into the doctor's appointment and, yeah. um, found, and found out at that point that I had to go see even a different specialist, like the specialist I met with said, you know, I'm don't know as much about Turner syndrome, but we do know of specialists who do. And so we're going to take you, you know, we want you to go to see that specialist. And that day though, was the day that I was driving home from that appointment. I realized that I wanted to let other people in on my journey and that I needed to take those steps. And for whatever reason, that was kind of my final, like, I want to say like final straw, but almost maybe that's what it was. Like I decided I'm not going to, hold this back anymore I'm going to let other people in on the journey and support me because I knew I was going to be nervous about all these upcoming doctor's appointments and that's when I started opening up to others my boyfriend and my friends at work and it was very very liberating and so that's kind of then what led to the book is experiencing all these personal all this personal growth like so much happened after I started opening up to other people. I started meeting other girls and women with Turner Syndrome and so many incredible things got involved with Turner Syndrome in Colorado. And so that all led me to decide I'm going to just start writing this down. And it originally was just going to be there, like kind of therapy for me. Like as I wrote in the book, I've been journaling since I was like 10. And so that's kind of what it started as with my book is just therapy for me. But then the more that I started writing, I realized that maybe my writing could help someone else who was going through something similar to me. So that's why I decided to publish it and put it out there. That's amazing. I know that Turner syndrome can be kind of an isolating syndrome. We probably kind of way over generalizing, but as women and girls with Turner syndrome, we I feel like most of us tend to internalize a lot of things. For you to journal and get all of that out is wonderful for people to hear because that's a very powerful tool to kind of work through some of that isolation. I know I'm here in Wyoming and there's not many butterflies around. So as Mm -hmm. I grew up, there was not many connections I could make with other butterflies. And so I felt very isolated. I wish I had gotten the advice of journaling. (laughs) I wish I had been like you and started journaling when I was young and working through some of that because I didn't share my my diagnosis or um, anything like that with, you know, a few family members knew and obviously my mom knew and a few other family members and my close best friend. I kind of told her about it, but of course she was just like, okay, <laughs> you know, not really understanding right. what that meant for me. It's really just been in the last few years that I've kind of really accepted it and really wanted to get out more out in the open with my diagnosis and all of the those things that a young butterfly could do. So if teenagers are listening to this or even younger or parents, I hope that they hear our message of, you know, journaling and not being afraid and getting your message out there, especially with Turner Syndrome Awareness Month. It's a great time for everybody to feel comfortable sharing, hopefully, and more and more butterflies hopefully will come out and share. I hope that everybody gets your book because what I've read of it so far is is amazing. In our interview, yeah. <laughs> yes. 
in our interview here, of course, you gave us just kind of the synopsis of the book. Really, in what you read in Kelsey's book is wonderful. You really get the full story. I would like you to talk a little bit about the Turner Syndrome in Colorado's group. I know they have a pretty strong group there. So can you talk a little bit about that? Like what the events are like or meetings are like for you there in Colorado? Yeah, I definitely can talk about that. Um, So I currently am on the board of directors for Turner Syndrome Colorado and absolutely love being involved with the organization and working alongside the other board members. Um, I originally learned about the organization and started getting involved in the organization when I was 27 and making those decisions to open up to other people in my life. And I remember I was one day just sitting at my computer doing like a Google search and I came across Turner Syndrome Colorado and ended up calling like the phone number that I found on the website and um, talking with the founder of Turner Syndrome Colorado. And that just really led to a lot of amazing things too. Um, Right now, you know, with the pandemic, the events and things, you know, I think that's for every nonprofit. It's definitely been an interesting year with that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that um, does add a twist to things. Every other year, Turnerson in Colorado will do a walk to benefit the organization. Um, so I have not yet been able to attend that in person, but am so looking forward to the next time that that event happens. And being involved in the organization has really just kind of put into perspective to me, for me, like how many butterflies are here in Colorado. Um, I have met so many incredible women um, and girls through being involved and um, being connected with them has been amazing. I think that's something that the organization has taught me too, is just that um, there is power in having that community and talking with other girls or women with Turner Syndrome. I didn't do that before I found out about the organization. And it's because of Turner Syndrome Colorado that I can say that I know other girls and women with Turner Syndrome. Mm -hmm. So really, like, it's just a great resource for any butterfly out there who wants that, like, community connection. Um, There's a Turner Syndrome clinic here at Children's Hospital in Colorado. And so we work closely with that. And I'm still learning a lot of amazing things about the organization every time I attend a meeting. Um, So it's, it's been really fun for me. Um, I definitely would recommend, you know, following Turnerson in Colorado on Facebook and checking out the website because there's so much information there and great resources. My husband and I, uh, not last year, obviously, because it was COVID, but I think it must have been the year before. I'm trying to remember if it was one or two years ago. We did attend because my goal has always been to attend the national conference that the Turner Syndrome awesome. Society puts on every year. For years and years and years, I was like, oh, I'd really love to go to one of those. And they were always too far away. And I'm in Podunk, Wyoming, <laughs> you know, not real close to a lot of places. And so they were always far away. Well, then one came, it was a couple of years ago that it was in Denver. I'm so kicking myself because I really wanted to go to that. Anyway, I wasn't able to do any of the national conferences, but I did with my husband attend one of the Colorado events. I'm telling you, it really opened my eyes because even at the age that I'm at in my 40s, it was still shocking for me to see all the butterflies. <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. oh my 
gosh, there's more people like me, you know, and it was just like, oh, you know, I was just like, oh, and it was just, it was an amazing event and I got so much out of it. And even my husband did. I mean, I was very pretty open and honest with him right away that I had Turner syndrome because everybody wants to know why you're short (laughs) when you have Turner syndrome, You you know, they look at you and they're like, why is, why is she so short? And yes. so I was very open with my husband right away. And he even got a lot out of the conference because he knew me, how I was and what I looked like. And then he was just amazed when we were there. He was like, oh, my gosh, they all look like you, <laughs> you, know? Oh. you know, like because we all have, uh-huh. you know, similar character. We're all different and unique, of course. Right. But he was just like, oh, my gosh, you know, like it just all clicked for him. All the things that I've been telling him about oh. Turner syndrome and you know he was like oh my gosh like wow you know all these things that you told me about Turner syndrome are characteristics of Turner syndrome because of course I would bore him with all the you know medical stuff <laughs> with it <laughs> and for him to see all the other butterflies too was pretty amazing so yeah if you are anywhere near Colorado I definitely recommend jumping into their events and I am here in Wyoming but I'm yeah. close enough to Colorado that I was able to attend that a- event and it was it was amazing for me and we, you and I were probably there at the same time I'm sure you were probably at that same event I don't know yeah we may have been, yes you may yeah um, I'm definitely I love that you've been able to come attend some of the events and I'm looking forward to be able to get more of those events like up and running we did a painting party last it was like November 2019, and that was I did really yeah. fun. Um, yeah, like so, so many cool things. Um, the painting party was really fun, though. We all painted our butterflies and really had a good time. So it's definitely a really fun community to get involved with. Sure. I wish I wish every state had, and I'm sure most do, but I, I'm just speaking from Wyoming again, and I'm really trying to advocate and try to bring together any butterflies that I can find here to kind of form that, that bond in a group like that, because I know the bigger states have these wonderful events and groups and a strong Turner's Syndrome, you know, basis where they can all get together and, mm-hmm. the, the, and the numbers to get together is how I guess I should say it, not the basis. And I just really think that's really powerful, just walking into that event and just being around other butterflies is so powerful. And especially if you're a young butterfly, you know, like you were saying, you're 16 and it's it's that teenage and hormones and emotions and, you know, all those fun teenage things going on. You know, if we can, if us older butterflies like myself can help any other butterflies, that's that's what the goal is. And I think it's amazing that you're on the board for the Colorado you know, Foundation there. And oh, thank you. yeah, we're just all trying to help each other. And I hope anybody who's listening will reach out to Kelsey or myself or the Turner Syndrome Foundation in Colorado or in your local state, wherever you might be listening from. Because I know there's other amazing events that happen in other states. And I'm sure Kelsey would agree that just anywhere you can attend anything with the Turner Syndrome chapter in your area is definitely a must do. Definitely. I don't think I realized like the power behind attending an event like that and having that connection with other women who have Turner Syndrome until I let that happen in my life. And so letting that happen and experiencing those events is incredible. So I would strongly encourage any butterflies to to do the same thing, 
go to those events and do the research, reach out to one of us and get involved in that because it is very powerful. Absolutely. Well, I really appreciate you being on the show today, Kelsey, and I would love to leave it open just for this last couple of minutes. If you had anything else you wanted to add. <laughs> Well, thank you. I think I've been able to share a lot of a lot of great information already. Um, yes, definitely. I I love what you are doing with the podcast and letting other butterflies share their story. Um, as you kind of said, like I gave a, a brief synopsis kind of of my book, but my book is definitely very available detailed. On Amazon. <laughs> yeah, it is available on Amazon. Yes, go to Amazon and buy it right now. Put it in your cart. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and I guess you know on the lines of the book, just saying that you know I I don't really hold anything back with my journey and very open and um hope that it can help other butterflies out there and I do have a website um and Facebook pages for anybody to reach out just like you know you encourage them to reach out to you I think it's I think it's great what you are doing with this. And, well, it's, butterflies listen. yes, I'm, I'm not the most proficient interviewer yet, but I'm really trying, <laughs> I'm really trying to get the messages out there and the stories out there. And that's just, you know, from my heart to all the butterflies hearts, I just want to share stories and give advice that we've, you know, some of us butterflies that are older have learned along the way. And that's just my goal. I just want to be able to talk to other butterflies and share their stories. And in the midst of COVID and all the things going on in the world, I, I feel like this has been the perfect outlet to share stories because I feel like sharing stories is super important. Even if we can't meet in, meet in person, which I would love to meet in person with you someday, Kelsey, you're not that far from me. Definitely, <laughs> uh, yes. And yeah. any butterflies that are fairly close, I would love to get in touch with. In the meantime, when we can't, I'm hoping that people will listen to the podcast and listen and enjoy hearing other people's stories because it's really amazing how much we really all do have in common, don't we? Yes. No, it's it's true. I've definitely learned that through connecting with other butterflies. Yes, for sure. It's very true. It's very true. Well, I've loved getting to talk with you and being on the podcast. So thank you again so much for having me and for letting me share a little bit about my story and my book. Well, I sure appreciate you coming on the podcast today. And for those of you out there listening, hopefully you enjoyed hearing a little bit about Kelsey's story and definitely go buy her book. And I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you. Thanks, Kelsey. Thank you.